Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. You're Abby. Dear Kiki. Desperate housewives. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill advised. This is ill advised. Hi, Biffs. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Elad Visad. <laughs> the podcast with your best friends tell you what to do when Siri can't. When Siri can't. Forget it. I had my earbuds in yesterday and uh, <laughs> ill-advised Instagram got a message and yep. Siri said, Elad Visad has gotten a new message. And I was like, What? So I grabbed my phone and I opened the screen and it was <laughs> ill-advised. <laughs> Siri can't say ill-advised. I wonder why. I it's know two because, words. Right, right. That's why I was like, what we is don't happening? Put them to, unless maybe the Instagram, but it would have said Ila Visad, the podcast. Well, yeah. I, whatever the podcast translates to into Siri. Yeah. Maybe I was just laughing too hard to hear anything else <laughs> other than Elad Visad. Because I was like, wait, who? <laughs> Uh, did I get a new follower? <laughs> I was so confused. Or did you get access to a new Instagram? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so other than that, Biff, how you doing? Uh, today's been a whirlwind. My brain is not braining. Yeah. Yeah. Same. The hardest same you've ever hearted. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Enticing. It's literally the hardest same. Although I do have to say something very, very important. Oh, please. Please do. Happy 80 episodes. Oh! 80 episodes. 80 episodes of Ill-Advised. That's so cool. That's so weird. It is weird. Yeah. Because cool. it doesn't feel like 80 weeks. No. Well, actually, it's probably less than that with the way that we record, but... True. Right, right now, it's August. <laughs> when are you getting this episode? <laughs> this is August 6th. So by the time you get this, you'll probably be in a rainy fucking summer like the rest of us. Oh my god, I'm not even tan yet. Dude, I'm just tan year round. I got it's oh. a gift. Okay, Elad. <laughs> it's I want to say Musk every time you say <laughs> Elad. Elad Musk. <laughs> Elon's long lost podcaster. Yes. Uh, oh. Can we drink? Oh uh, yeah. For episode 80, we are drinking a 2022 because we got it like that. Pinot Grigio from Chloe. You hate Pinot Grigio. I know. I'm trying to get adventurous. Have we, I feel like we've tried Chloe. We had have had their champagne before. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if we did it on the podcast, but I know that we did it for... Yeah, Chloe looks familiar. Something. I don't know. But I had the Chardonnay when I recorded at Brofia earlier this week. Oh, okay. And it Chloe? was delicious. Oh. Yeah. Like really good, unoaked, buttery. Oh, it's beautiful. Chloe wines are beautifully crafted to inspire timely stories and meaningful moments. From friends and mentors to sisters and teachers, Chloe celebrates the legacies that empower us to follow our heart. Oh, grapes from prized vineyards in Italy's DOC create a Pinot Grigio with ripe flavors of peach, honeysuckle, and lemon. Yum. Raise a glass to someone who encourages you. Drink responsibly. Yeah, raise a glass to someone who encourages you. To you, Beth. And to you. Oh my god, I love it. Let's do it. Let's. Very light. Ooh. Yeah. I don't like it. A little refreshing, actually. I was just gonna say it's perfect for right the second. I got peach and lemon on that sip. I 
forgot to pay attention. Number two? Two. <laughs> all peach. I don't know. I got it's all good. peach on the I back just, of my tongue. Maybe. Maybe. Last one. Last one. This is it. This is what it's going to taste like for the rest of this fucking episode. <laughs> That's not true. Halfway through this, it's going to taste completely different. You're going to be like, when did I order a Coke? <laughs> did you switch out apple juice? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a lot of that peach and lemon. I really like it. I don't know what honeysuckle tastes like because I'm not a fucking honeybee, but... I don't know. I love it. It's wonderful. I would... At nine, least a four. Nine ninety nine a bottle. Oh, a five. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It was. I. I think it was nine ninety nine. I. I'm pretty sure it was, but I think it was also on sale. But it's wonderful. Speaking of apple juice, there is one wine that we will not be doing on this podcast, oh, and I don't even remember. The I was name. gonna. I don't know why you said speaking of apple juice, but no, that was right. nothing. What well, like. smelled like apple juice or like a cider even? But it did not. I guess I don't remember the smell because it was so horrendous. It was awful. Oh. It was a champagne that we actually needed to mix with a blueberry angry orchard. Yeah. Blueberry rosé. Blueberry rosé, yeah. Yeah. To make it taste better. And to even make it then. tolerable, yeah. Yeah. It was, yep. When we figure it out, we'll let you know. It was a, a white and a Pinot Noir champagne. Yeah, well. Some white. I don't remember which. Um. Do we have any interesting anecdotes to share? Drive safe today, August oh, 6th. Yeah, in Massachusetts, <laughs> at least, if not worldwide. Oh my we, God, it's nutty buddy out there. Yeah. I went through how many towns to get here, and every single town was an issue. Yeah, probably a million towns, actually, because there are so many between us already. So many highways. Ugh. Yeah. Questions? Got, yes, you've got questions this week. Questions. We have our own questions. What? This week. What? These are not from No Advice Columnist. Advice Columnist. I was going to say no podcasters. Prudy? No Prudy. No Amy? No. No Abby? No. No Kiki? No. The Biffs. I almost said no mint julep and I have no idea why. Mint Picklebacks. julep. Picklebacks. Mint julep? Mint julep. Is that someone? It's alcohol. <laughs> oh. It's a drink. I'm Maybe next week we'll try some mint julep. No, I hate them. Thank God, because I hate they're mint. They're disgusting. Okay, they're good. so sweet. Oh, and they're all bourbon. Sweet. What's in them? Creme de menthe, bourbon, and regret, and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> if you muddle them enough, you won't taste the bones. Mm. Hey, how about we just kick this shit off? <laughs> Let's. Okay, hit me. Did you come up with clever titles for these or no? No. Okay, great. Go ahead. Fuck no. <laughs> Dear the Biffs. Oh, hello, Biffs. I recently discovered that my long-lost twin, who was given up for adoption at birth, is now dating my ex-partner. How do I approach this incredibly awkward situation and reconcile my feelings of both surprise and jealousy? Signed, Sister Gone Left. Oh, okay. I have to be honest. Because I don't have a response to back me up, I'm like, this ain't going to be right. With your blessing, how do you reconcile? How do I approach this incredibly awkward situation and reconcile my feelings of both surprise and jealousy? Okay, so let's break down the facts, shall we? We Long lost sister. Yes. Long lost twin. 
twin. Oh yeah, that's given up for adoption at birth. Why? How did they do that? Rock paper scissors? How do you pick a child? I get the first one. You get the second one. <laughs> but it's not sister sister. The one was adopted. That's why I whom? said. I got the first one. You get the. It's so weird. Take the last one. That's so weird. Okay. Also, not... my only question is: When did you find out that you had a sister? Yeah, like when did you meet? Yeah. And like, was it all at the same time? Right. Did you meet your sister because your ex was like, "Hey, meet my new girlfriend," right? Twin Tammy, and I then you're like, you. "Oh my god, <laughs> Tammy." <laughs> yes. So that's where I was going to go. It's like, when did you find out that you had a sister? And when did you break up with your guy? And did they know about each other? And also, do you actually have a relationship with your sister? So many questions. Right. This is what we get for being a podcast. They give us no detail. Can they call us? Can you? Can we message them back real quick? Like, hey, we're going to FaceTime you. <laughs> we're What's doing your, your phone number right now. <laughs> We have questions we for have your questions. questions. Yes. Uh, okay. The information we have, I yeah. have to assume that they didn't know about each other because that's how it comes off, right? That the twins didn't know? No, that the... That the twin didn't know about the exes. And he didn't know that. Well, I mean... You look unless, familiar. Unless they're fraternal. Maybe you'll be like... Maybe you're attracted to a type, but not necessarily... Because I've met identical. a lot of fraternal twins and we know a pair that we just we be like... We know a pair that are like, huh? you guys ain't... Related. Twins. Period. Twins. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I guess that doesn't matter because the question is how do I, how do I approach it? this incredibly awkward situation and reconcile my feelings of surprise and jealousy? Reconcile your feelings of surprise and jealousy. How do they approach this situation? Well, the surprise part is kind of, I feel like, hitting the acceptance point, right? But you can't really control that. You just kind of have to deal with, with that yourself as they come up. yeah yeah you know and eventually it's kind of like when we rewrite memories you know something that used to remind you of one person you reprogram your brain yeah. after a certain amount of time yeah. right so i think good that one Beth. thank you so much that good was actually one. in this room that we had this discussion oh <laughs> yeah um glad so, i was here for that thank you so much so i think reconciling that surprise is really just like you as a human taking the time to accept and process that this is a thing. It doesn't seem like they're opposed to it. Well, jealousy oh, kind of is like, yeah, mm, I don't love this. It's like a dancing a line of yeah. both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I've never realized actually how neutral jealousy can be. Yeah. Let's start by reconciling the awkward part of it, right? How do I address? What was it? How do I? How do I approach? this incredibly awkward situation let's make sure that they know you know what i mean like i'm flashing to some tv shows where they're like trying to keep it secret from each other but she's got to keep two secrets if that's the case like you're my sister i'm just so baffled yeah what is going on a jerry you have to just that's a man recently have met your twin Mm -hmm. for your twin to not know Mm -hmm. that this is your ex or you don't or have do a loyal they know, twin. Right. Or if they're like, mm, I mean, yeah, we're twins, but I don't know you. Right. Are you close? Do you have a sisterly bond too, right? Because that matters. Like, well, I mean, in terms of how the twin handles it. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. agree. But can we just direct a sister 
gone left to right. Ann Sanders. Ann Landers? And <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think you want chicken. She can answer. <laughs> something oh shit so how how do you approach this making sure both parties what know you that do? you are i would make sure if, that if vecta you your wonderful brother yep who was your twin that was long lost not my twin but we're pretending right yeah and then he showed up with i can't say a name i'd be like i got rid of you for a reason <laughs> Vic, not the boyfriend. No, the boyfriend. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I got rid of you for a reason. Uh, yeah, but know, if you're feeling it's, jealous. It's, easy, it's easier for me to say than it is for me to feel, right? Because I don't know, in that moment, when I get bitch slapped by my emotions, because yeah. that's what you feel like, right? Absolutely. I don't know how I would react. But to say like, okay, you guys, actually, you know me, in that moment, I'd be like, you guys know about each other and your connection to me, right? Or, hey, bro, you know I did him, right? Mm. Like you're, you got my sloppy seconds. That's a jealousy response for sure. Well, sure. And at this point, I'm just making sure that they know about each other before, you know, I don't think I could reconcile my feelings if they didn't know, just for the sake of this question, that I dated him or that that's my brother. Right. Because how are you going to do that? You can't reconcile a secret that you want to tell. Obviously, you want to say something because that jealousy is stemming from somewhere. Oh, of course. So I think by making sure that they know about each other, you're kind of starting the approach to the awkward situation and starting to reconcile. If you're identical twins, your ex is a dickhead. A bitch. A little bitch. <laughs> dickhead. What a dickhead. And so is your... No, not your twin. <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you. We can't even... We don't even have... A proper response. <laughs> we can't fall back on anything. You know? However, we are often very... We are on point. We're on point. Very much. We're on, on the point. money. And we don't have any. So, we say, <laughs> acknowledge your feelings. Acknowledge but, what's coming up. And that's how you're going to... And then you need to communicate with your twin. Yep. Not your ex. No. Your ex owes you nothing. Nope. Agreed. And this, this is us it. assuming that you this have a relationship is, with yes, your twin. Yes, you feel jealous. But that is not your ex's issue. Right. So you need to acknowledge what you're feeling first. Then you need to discuss it with your twin. Yeah. Either you're okay with it and mm-hmm. say like, hey, I'm just, I need a little bit to I like process this. To, yep. Or it's like, no fucking way. Be with him fine, but I can't be around you both. I don't like that second one, but I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't have to like it. No. <laughs> but I'm with you. Like what what works for you, right? Yeah. As the person who is in this position. Because things can change. But it seems maybe like in they six want months. to accept this by asking this. I agree. Question. I agree. You know? The way they worded it. So maybe that's why I'm okay with that second part. <laughs> but they wanna they wanna be okay with it. And you know what? So I think maybe that's... your sister's like you and he's not gonna last long anyway. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bye. And yep. then you and your sister can bond stronger. Yeah. Ain't no man coming between us. Ain't no other man. Na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> you dance like my child. Fuck you. I love when Mia dances. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it just sounded like it wasn't that, a compliment. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But you know my child. You should know. 
I know. She dances like. But she's also like four. Exactly. So it's like you dance like a four-year-old. Or my four-year-old dances like you. I did not get that. Oh, cool. With that tone and tone matters. <laughs> this right. isn't a You're fucking right. email. Next question. <laughs> so are we done? <laughs> I think our. Yeah. Our response our is. flat response is acknowledge what's going on. Yep. And then tell your sister whatever it is that you feel is what you can do. And let her know that you need to process this. Yeah. Either yeah. I need like, hey, this is, I'm happy for both of you. I just need a minute. Yep. Let me take a step back. Or whatever you feel. Yeah. And just kind of, you Good know. Good luck. Work When he cheats feelings. on you, let That's me know. That's important too. Like, like don't I'll be here him. for you. Yep. Or when he don't know where the G spot is. <laughs> where he takes a left at the Texaco. When I'll he buy taken you the right. toy that I bought. Right. To get you through another six months. Yep. Any other uh, input? No, I think we're aligned here. You know, it seems like you're okay with it. You also, work through it. Right. Kudos for acknowledging. Yeah. Like this is something that I want to yeah. feel better at or handle and, and better or whatever it is that you're aware that like, I don't love what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to know how to better get through this. Right. Anytime that you're aware of your emotional you're right response. Yep. You're, you're doing right so great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I don't think Absolutely. we give ourselves that kudos. We do not. We do not. But we'll be the first to give each other. Absolutely. That kudos. Just like this. Yeah. Only you know who I am. Yep. You know everything about me. Yep. And like, I am wow, not- that was really huge for you. Yes. Good job. I don't have anything else to add. So follow our advice, damn it. Or right to <laughs> What do the Biffs have to say? <laughs> <laughs> we can't even read it. <laughs> Thank you for your question, sister. Turned left, gone left. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, sister on the left. Turned <laughs> <laughs> left. Turned left. <laughs> um, Thank you for your question, and um, you know, write again. Also, feel free for a follow up. Yes. Let us know your approach. What? How it all devolved? Devolved. Unraveled. How it all unraveled for you but devolved i think works too devolved sure i don't know i'll drink while you read the next one perf excellent dear the biffs they're writing the biffs the first one wrote the biffs oh this one just says biffs comma oh (laughs) we can write to it (laughs) my significant other just confessed to having a hidden identity as an undercover detective investigating my family's involvement in an organized crime ring. Fuck you. This is not real. Fuck you. This is not real. (laughs) No. It can't be. I just watched this show the other night. (laughs) (laughs) On Lifetime. Fuck you. I'm sorry. In an organized crime ring. (laughs) How do I handle this? Revelation, trust issues, and potential legal implications without jeopardizing our relationship or compromising their mission. Biff. I'm not. Did you not read the question? No, I didn't. We never do. When we pick our own, I think we should read them. (laughs) I think you're right. (laughs) Let's answer anyway, shall we? I watched so many of these movies. I can tell you step by step what to do and what is going to happen. 
Okay, I can already tell you what's going to happen. Tell your neighbors that if you turn on the porch light, something's wrong. (laughs) If you you flicker an SOS. Morse code. (laughs) Don't call the police, they're involved. Yes. Fifth, this can't be, thank you for writing this question. What's their sign off? It just says secret mission. That's okay. (laughs) I think we're getting spammed. Um, What's it called? fished spammed we're somebody's target for fan fiction but you know what we're gonna do this we're gonna we're gonna do this right the fuck now and we're gonna do it right right after this drink right after this sip you sit tight and we're back so my significant other Mm -hmm. just confessed to having a hidden identity Mm -hmm. As an undercover detective investigating my family's involvement in an organized crime ring. I wasn't supposed to fall in love with you. I broke the rules. Right? Does that sound right? Yes. Yep. Okay. I broke the rules. And now I'm torn between my family and you. I'm going to leave my house that has glass walls. I can't betray my family. And live in your apartment in Dorchester. But I'm in love with you. With a hole in every wall. Descriptive, no, insulting word like, here. I fell in love with a beautiful six foot five, 230 pound man who's my dream man, only to find out that he's investigating my family. Right. And now it's too late because I'm so in love. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to give him up, but I can't give up my family because mm-hmm. they'll kill me because they're the mob. But is that the question? How do I handle this revelation, mm-hmm. trust issues? and potential legal implications without jeopardizing our relationship or compromising their mission. How did you find out? A, and if you're worried about compromising their mission, you have no loyalty to your family. He just confessed confessed. to having a hidden identity as an undercover detective. He confessed, right? You only said it four times. Did he know you, this was your family? Before he met you. I want to Did say he yes. Sneak up and like what better way to get exactly, information. Especially right? if you're on a lifetime movie. It's literally where I'm at. This is some insane shit. This is not real. How do <laughs> fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. Because <laughs> if it was, you wouldn't be writing to no one. Right. <laughs> right. Ooh. My family's a mob. Unless they're in a different country. And my Dream man just told me he's investigating them. Yeah. But but he loves me, though. So it must be, like, part of the family that you don't really care for. But then would you be close to them? That's the other thing. So I'm talking myself out of that. How do I handle this revelation, mm-hmm. trust issues, mm-hmm. and potential legal implications without jeopardizing our relationship or compromising their mission? Compromising their mission sounds like... It's too late. He confessed to you. He's already compromised. And what, he expects you to play along with whatever ploy you have to catch your own family? I mean, it sounds like you're How game. many times have you introduced this man to your family, first mm-hmm. of all? Sure. How many nights have you... the fuck is that word? When I'm like... When I'm venting. Venting. Yes. How many nights have you vented to this man about your family? True. And what information have you given? Exactly. Yeah. Without knowing. Or do you know? Probably not. Because if I'm venting, know? I'm not like keeping track yeah. of like, oh my God, I just told him last week that my dad gave my sister a million 
dollars that he well, just pulled out of his asshole, but not me. This kind of plays into my question. It's like how long you've been together. Depending on how long we've been together, I'm going to give you certain amounts exactly. of information. That's why this I asked, so does layered. this man know? Right. right, 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 right. Did he know before he met you? I think he did. I think he that, pursued you because he was like, that's the weakest link. But well, this is what it sounds like. It sounds like he got close to someone to ruin whatever illegal trade was going on in the background, you know, and that's the information that I feel is being given to us. Like he confessed because he's feeling guilty because he yeah, fell in love with start- me. Exactly. Just like Lifetime. Yeah. It started as a bet or dare, but now I'm really in love with you. Started as a bet and now we're here. <laughs> I had to. I You are fucking Switzerland. In uh, in that conflict? Yes. I agree. Also, your family's gonna kill you. That's how the mob works. You're dead. You yeah. either leave your man and go to tell your family. And we're assuming mob. It because says, it only makes sense. She said mob? Organized crime ring. Oh. That's mob. Yeah. Mob mafia. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Drugs. You leave this Cartel. man right away and you go tell daddy, hey. Daniel Smith is really Why undercover. are they always white with you? Because I'm not white. Joaquin Jr. Because <laughs> I'm white. I can't. <laughs> Joaquin Jr. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm done. <laughs> Just drink. Just, Just drink while I talk. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so, you need to leave right away. Go tell daddy. I was in bed with the police. Daddy's going to kiss you in the forehead and kill you. Yeah. Or... You convince your boyfriend, Joaquin Jr. Jr. <laughs> that you both are, just need to leave. He needs to give up his job. Okay. And you both need to skip town. That's it. You're either dead or you're running away with your cop boyfriend. See? Lifetime, lifetime, you'll run away with your cop boyfriend. Daddy will still put a hit out on both of you because he's mm-hmm. going to find out. Oh, for sure. Well, he might not put a hit out on you if he's that dad. Do you watch I'm thinking like mob f- movies? Fam- I, but I feel like family is everything is also a big component of mob movies. Family is everything. That's why if you betray us, you're dead. Ah, uh, fucking exactly. solid. Exactly. Solid. Okay. Let That's me your only this. options. Let me take this from the um, PBS side of things. <laughs> Can I? <laughs> Please do. I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I have no clue how that would go. Let me take this from the cold case files and and say I'm gonna pee myself. Please don't. Okay, go. I just think like if I'm reading the question and not analyzing the situation, the question says to me, like, you said trust issues. Uh It's over. You tell daddy, like, listen, I didn't know, but this motherfucker is like coming after us or you take care of him and then you tell daddy you know what i'm saying right even we do not condone killing do not murder that's not (gasps) lifetime that's hbo kill him take his body to daddy and be like this motherfucker although hbo when you do that dad's like thank you for doing it and then anyway because he doesn't know what you told him and what he he relayed exactly See, uh, that was amazing, but I'm still right. You're either dead or you're going on the run. I think I have a really good response to this. Are you ready? I'm ready. Don't ever write to a podcast about your family's organized crime and know how to take care of it yourself from the get-go. 
because we're not going to tell you what to do. Clearly, you watch because movies. Because it's a if liability. You're asking, if you're asking us this question, you watch movies. Yeah. So Godfather, figure it out yourself. Scarface. What other movies am I missing here? All of them. Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. So good. I know it's your favorite movie. I think that's it. <laughs> Biff, anything else to add to that? No, that's all I got. You're this either is, going on the run or you're dead. This question was clearly for entertainment purposes only. I fucking hope so. I, <laughs> I know. Seriously, you wrote Imagine. to a pun. I would have written to Abby first. <laughs> or wrote and written. Wrote and. I would have wrote and. I would have wrote and to wrote. wrote and. I'm going to drink while you read the next question. Yeah? Yes. All right. Okay. Dear Elad Visad. <laughs> Ill-advised. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I've been secretly ghostwriting my best friend's best-selling novels for years. What? And they've just won a prestigious literary award. Now the spotlight is on us both, and I don't know how to come clean without damaging their reputation or our bond. What's the ethical path forward? Signed, Ghostwriter. Elad Facade. <laughs> No, that's two. Us. Oh, right. Sign ghostwriter. Ghost really? That's as clever as they got? They're ghostwriting. What do you want them to write a lifetime novel? That ain't a bad idea. They can. I hope they're listening. I hope we can connect. Exactly. The last. Exactly. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Also, we are not going to give away your email addresses. We definitely ain't because we're going to get killed right. by the mob. We ain't mobbing shit. I don't know how to come clean without damaging their reputation or our bond. What's the ethical path forward? This is really interesting because a ghostwriter is usually contracted by, and to the knowledge that I know, that I have, rather, is contracted by the publisher. The publisher, not the author. Right. Okay. And then the publisher and the quote-unquote author meet. Like these celebrities, a lot of them are ghostwriters. Because there's no fucking way in hell they're all that articulate, first of all. <laughs> Fair. Right? Um, because there are very few people, in my opinion, in the world that know how to articulate their feelings in a way that is constructive, entertaining, and noteworthy. And, yeah. Right? So I'm going to assume that the publisher didn't contract you and you wrote this for your friend. What is the ethical way to do this? If we're talking ethics... If I did this for you, my friend, right. knowing what right. was what might happen or what the possibilities are, mm -hmm. ethically, you sit back. There's no way that you'd both be in the spotlight if you were a ghostwriter. So something tells me that you're in there as a partnership or something. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that's you're a good like, point. Good you're point. hidden as a ghostwriter. Right, 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 right. Like right. swept under the rug. Like, see you later. Right. Right? So it seems like if you're both in the spotlight, then people know that you have some sort of involvement, maybe asking for some dedication or credit in your, in the novels. No, the spotlight is on us both. Yeah, that's... Yeah, this is... Why? Little, How? It's a little complicated, How? Because right? you're not a ghostwriter yeah. if they know who you are. Right. Well, maybe, maybe it's like, you know, this is my partner or my friend or somebody I work with or my business partner or whatever. And they're... Yeah, like when you get big and famous, I'm going to be out there with you. Right. But... Like when we get big and famous... I know, but Brophy is... Brophy is doing very well. <laughs> right. Just come and produce my episodes, please. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Yeah, it's... um. 
the ethical path. And let's take that part away. And they don't know how to away. come clean? Why are you coming clean? Maybe coming clean to the public? No, the I ethical know, path why? is if you're doing that for your friend as a favor, then the ethical thing is, is to honor your agreement. Right. Right? If I, if you're like, or if I offer or you ask and I agree, so I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do the behind the scenes and you take the credit, mm-hmm. then that's period. And that's it. Now, if you hit big and famous, I'm still behind the scenes. Now, if you wanted was, to get something, some sort of kickback, then the question is, like, how do I approach that, this person right. and let them know? How that, do I say, like, like, hey, now you're rich. Right. I'm still poor. Right. You're not giving me anything. I'm literally Can we doing do a this little, for you. Right. Can we do a little... Uh, An exchange. Yeah. And I would literally go to the publisher with that and get some sort of legal agreement in place. Like, hey, I'll keep my mouth shut, but you're going to pay me. Because they didn't say best friend. Yeah, huh? They did. I've been secretly ghostwriting my best friends. Oh, I missed the best, best part. Selling novels. You know what? Go get your own contract. First of all, is your best friend not offering to like? That is the. That's not because that's. Best friend. I was just gonna say, if you're, I don't need to be in the spotlight because I'm still getting paid. Right. You're famous. They're taking pictures of you, but I'm getting paid. She bestie. She bestie not. Mm-hmm. She bestie not. She bestie not. So. Let's let's say the best friend isn't giving you any sort of what's that called? Kickback. Yeah. Best friend is not giving you How kickback. How do I come clean without damaging their reputation or our bond? What's the ethical path forward? You're in the spotlight. The ethical path is to submit your writing separate from your best friend's writings. No credit to them, nothing. Like you want to be recognized as a notorietal <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say right mm. did i make up a word i certainly did i hope so because <laughs> that's great hey webster <laughs> <laughs> put notorietal in there <laughs> if you want to come forward as like a trustworthy reliable you know obviously you're discovering a talent like what best friend's gonna like Or you already knew about the talent, which is why me as the best friend is coming to you like, hey, help me write this fucking book. Mm -hmm. But I'm getting nothing from it. I can't say L-Y words, so I need your help. (laughs) And I can't say words, as evident by this podcast. But you can write them. I sure can. (laughs) I just skipped some. (laughs) Yeah, this is confusing because if you've been secretly ghost writing, why are you both being in the spotlight yeah now. why are you bloth in the spotlight i said both i heard bloth well that was you because i actually said both i believe time. you <laughs> Stop maybe you should ghost write for me <laughs> <laughs> uh if you're both in the spotlight here's the thing i'm not opposed to your feedback here's my thing though is that now that's going to damage us because now you're going to go off on your own And clearly, since you're writing for me, Mm -hmm. you're going to do much better than I am. Unless you do both, but with a legal agreement on... But you're not going to have the time, energy, or want to do both. Because now... Unless you're like me and you're unemployed and you're doing brofia and (laughs) ill-advised. That's super fair, but see how you're taking off without (laughs) ill-advised. Shit. Do you see? Biff, you're about to ruin our bond. Please fuck off. 
All I do is put on a wig and use the accent I've been using forever. And they love you more than us. <laughs> no, they don't. All right, so numbers don't lie. You're gonna ruin our bond. So what is you, what are you gonna do, Beth? This is your question. What Listen, are you gonna do? First of all, I think like answering this que- or asking this question means you have loyalty, which please pat yourself on the back for. Yes, because it they are equally concerned with. I don't want to ruin their reputation right. or our friendship. I think a conversation but between it sounds you and like, your friend. But I do want to kind of get myself out there as well. Right. Maybe the book says written by Stephanie and Brophia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than written by blah, blah, blah. But or, since I'm the main author, mm-hmm. I'm the... Or if you are a ghostwriter, the problem I'm having is... Being a secret ghostwriter, but now you're both in the spotlight? Well, that's a big issue for me. But the other part is like, I'm a secret ghostwriter, so how do I let people know that I'm writing it, but I'm in the spotlight? Like, I want to keep our friendship, and I want my best friend to keep making money and winning literary awards yeah. but also i didn't realize i had talent until my best friend was making it right which doesn't work that would have been a better question right what do i do now right and what now right, right. honestly if you're talking ethically right yep they specified what's the ethical path forward the ethical path is to talk to your best friend and let them know how you're feeling and what you'd like out of this. I think if this is your best friend, Biff, I would come to you and say, like, this is how I'm feeling. Like, I didn't expect this to blow up the way it has been. Like, I don't know why we got into this position where I'm doing your work for you. (laughs) And now you're rich and I ain't. Right. But, you know, I... But I feel like also on the other side would be like, I'm only getting this success because of you. Right. So... How, what can I do to make you feel like equal or benefit or like this is worth it? But from a legal standpoint too, am I paying you to write this aside from the publisher? Because then I fulfilled the contract. Okay. Right? Yeah. So just given the information we have, you know, you don't want, you've agreed to write this. Throwing them under the bus is just like against ethics in my opinion absolutely i agree so i think it starts as a conversation and if that conversation doesn't go in a way that leaves you feeling good about yourself what works for you which is really hard Mm. Mm -hmm. because i'm literally putting myself in this person's shoes and i'm like i'm not gonna have this best friend anymore but like this is for me right now right i need to do this for me right then you know maybe talk to the publisher you know and start your own career also, or well, that was, talk to the publisher and say, like, I've been ghostwriting. Can I get paid for this through the royalties right, in that right, right, regard? Right. But yep. if your best friend in no way, way, shape, or form is like, look, you are the reason why I fucking won this award. So, right. like, let me give you whatever half or let me acknowledge you on the next book or. The acknowledgement wouldn't be enough for me. If you're making money on this. And you're literally like, like shrugging, like I've got this notoriety and you don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. We need to also check that part. Cause yeah. if it's like, okay, now you're literally winning awards. Off of my and, back. Right. Right. Like I wrote that book, not right. you. 
And now you're not even as so much as like, I'm like, I'm going to at least give you half. Right. I like worked. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, you agreed to write for me. You gave me, me but these I publishers deadlines see, right? over and over and over. And I fucking delivered. I did. Exactly. And they, I'm in the spotlight because I came to you to a book, like a book signing. Yeah. Cause you yeah. Know? I can't imagine keeping you secret. If you're doing this for me and I'm like, actually like, oh shit, Biff. Right. Like we just go to fucking ward because of what you wrote for right. me. Like I can't imagine keeping you secret. Like, this is ours. I'm gonna be like, okay, yes, ours. yes, yes. Like I'd be like, here's fifty percent, yeah, Biff. But I'm also gonna pull you up on the red carpet and be like, okay, like right. yes, my name's on this book, but like this motherfucker, this is the bitch. right? Like I just lay the timeline out, right? But like, it's their fucking mind. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. imagine not doing that for you. Ghost writers don't get credit, right? It's the point. Right for her to have right, someone else. Right, right. But if you're not an official, if you're not being paid by the publisher, and that approach isn't what you have in place, then of course this is going to cause some friction. You know, so absolutely yes, ethically on your part, please start talking to your best friend. But it's also worth recognizing that your best friend isn't taking their own ethical approach, and at that point, you've got to do what works for you. If you have this beautiful talent, find a different publisher and send them your work and let them know you've been ghostwriting for your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't feel like a best friend situation no. if you're not being. You're not best friends. For you to ask this question, it just doesn't feel right to me. I if, would never call you a best friend if that's what you no, did. No, if I'm making it big on anything that you were involved with and I'm not acknowledging you or crediting you. Right. Or throwing you half of my paycheck. Or even something. I'm not your, something. Something that you feel like, okay, yeah, like, great. But also be okay with ghostwriters if you do go to the publisher and become an official ghostwriter and get that money. Be okay with that's, You're that's gonna it. Be, yeah. You're in a contract. Yeah. That's it. You and also, that's wall. not your best friend. I don't. Nope. I just can't imagine it. No. How would you even get famous in the first place if somebody else wrote your books? Without acknowledging that, like, I didn't even fucking write this, but thank you. Right. I'll sign your book that I didn't write. Listen, (laughs) Britney Spears is about to do it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, all kudos to her. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I I, I think the ethical approach is to talk to your... First, talk to your best friend. And And if your best friend's being greedy and like, no, you agreed... You know, right. then now you need to do. Unless you have a contract in place, then you're fucked. If your contract is playing out, yeah. you have no choice right now, but still not your best friend. Write out Absolutely. the contract and do good for you. Yep. 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 I agree. That's all I got. I'm with you. What did the Biff say? I have to keep saying that. <laughs> this feels so weird. I know. It, <laughs> it really does feel it so does weird. It does feel weird. But those were great questions, and I hope they keep coming. Yeah, my boss, Tiffany. Oh, my God. Tiffany? That was not, I don't know. All right. I was like, did we say that? My name was going to be Stephanie or Tiffany. And my dad said, I'm so glad Fuck it's not Stephanie. Tiffany. <laughs> no. And then my mom said, fine, then we're just spelling Stephanie with an F. All right. That's exactly how it was. I was surprised it wasn't two Fs. My mom said, Tiffany or Stephanie? And my dad said, absolutely fucking no. Oh, that's really funny. Because my mom said Matthew and my dad ran off and signed my birth certificate with his middle name. Well, 
You're going to be a Matthew. I was going to be a Matthew. That makes all the sense. Oh. That makes all the sense. You're Thank welcome, you, Matthew. Matthew, were you going to be a Ray? Don't answer that. <laughs> he doesn't need to because you are going to be a Matthew. So. That's true. Wow. Threat. <laughs> Can they see this? I'm hashtagging. Can I see Threat. <laughs> and... Biff, that was fun. That was fun. I want more questions for us. I know. But can we get ones that Real ones? aren't about the mob? <laughs> like, what the I'm fuck? also a tiny teensy weensy bit skeptical about the book writing one. Yes. Although. It is definitely more. Yeah, that, I wouldn't write an advice column as I'd literally be talking to a lawyer. Like, what do you think I should do? Yeah, because I'm already brilliant enough to be writing you fucking hit books. Right. I just want to know what my options are right now, mm. if for no other reason. But they did kind of keep it towards how do I navigate this and keep my friendship. Right. Versus like, what do I do, period. So maybe maybe they do kind of understand the legal end of things. And now they're just right. like, how do I navigate this via As a friendship? human being. Yeah. I mean, whatever your purpose is for writing us this shit, just keep doing it because we'll read it. We will, even if it's fake. Just don't do this again. Even we if don't, it's the H. We don't even repeat shirts. Walk. We make our own t-shirts. I, we make our own t-shirts. <laughs> and if read yours. This was... Send us your t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Questions. Yes. <laughs> your height, width, proportions. Oh, yes, please. Yes. Mm. And send them to Stephanie along with your questions, <laughs> comments, and all your concerns. <laughs> To ill-advised the podcast at gmail.com or catch up on all, all of our all episodes. All 80. All 80. This is fucking all so strange. Thank you for your support. All 80 yeah, episodes. Yeah, no, for real. Yeah. You guys are great. At illadvisedthepodcast.com. And Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. TikTok. At illadvisedthepodcast. 80 episodes, you guys. Not to be confused with Elad. Facade. Facade. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. It's a podcast. <laughs> also, if you're Elad Facade, sorry. <laughs> also, please write us. <laughs> we will give you half the credit. <laughs> you are not a ghostwriter. We did this all ourselves. We have proof. <laughs> Serious fault, not ours. <laughs> Shit. Um, but 80 episodes, you guys. I know. Seriously. 80. We never even anticipated this when we started. Honestly, when we were like, let's do a podcast, I was like, we're not even going to get one episode out. And we did. We got 80. And then some yeah. that we haven't aired because they're too sensitive for us. Never mind who's going to listen to them. Fucking fair. Right? Fair. Guys, you're fucking wonderful yeah. you're beautiful yep. everything about you is absolutely gorgeous you're perfect and you fuck me twin Ooh, good or bad thank Cute. you for listening <laughs> <Ill-advised>. <laughs>